Hello and welcome back to the show. This is Side Piece Season. I'm your host, Enero. Um, we're talking about stress today. Uh, stress is off my list of the top six reasons why she side pieced up, if you remember that from the Instagram post. Um, again, that list was not complete. It's not every possible reason because I couldn't even give you every possible reason. But these were the big six for me and we're going to get into it. So before we do that, let's do the standard disclaimer. I'm not a counselor, uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, therapist of any kind, man of the cloth, you name it, I'm not that. What I am is a guy that went through a 20-year marriage and divorce, kind of broke me down to a very low point, and then I built myself back up, and I have some answers for you and some things to tell you about. Don't go that way. Don't do the stupid shit that I did. With that said, let's get into the episode. The name of the podcast is Side Piece Season, so you know I have love for the side pieces out there. However, this episode is pretty much for the lovers only. Side pieces, feel free to listen, but I'm not really directing anything at you directly. Um, strangely, I learned most of this by being a side piece. Uh, I learned a lot of things from the dissolution of my marriage and then from the side piece. So let's get into stress on the relationship. Stress is going to have just one of two effects on the relationship. Uh, it's either going to make it or it's going to break it. There's really no way that stress, prolonged stress, um, and in being in that stressed out environment is healthy for your relationship. So if you two can get together and work through it, it gives you a bond that's stronger. And if you can't, it pushes you further and further away. So the secret weapon, I think if you listen to this, any of the other episodes, you've heard me mention it time and time again, what's my secret weapon for everything? active listening and communication. Um, and then in this one, you know, there's going to be some other things that need, you know, to be done, like maybe some exercise, maybe some counseling, whatever. You're gonna have to work through this stress and get rid of it because it's not doing you and, and anyone in your relationships, any favors whatsoever. Um, so hopefully before the stress ever kicked in, you two were super dialed into each other, um, and can pick up on each other's nonverbals in advance. And um, if you are not to that point, it's hard to do it, not impossible, but hard to do it during the time of stress because stress negatively impacts your communication. So regardless of where you are in that continuum, you're going to have to work on your communication and really ratchet it up as a way to pull through um, and join together to fight the stressors. Stress out communication kind of sounds like nothing. She might just clam up on you. I mean, it might be as simple as that. She's pissed off and just simmering. Um, but more commonly, that turns into short, nasty, snide remarks, um, maybe a little bit on edge all the time. The reason for that is the increased stress hormone. So you've got higher vasopressin, higher testosterone, higher cortisol, all of that stuff's got you just hypervigilant, right? So you're looking for everything. And the problem with that type of hypervigilance is you can go into a loop of negativity and now you're seeing only the negative stuff. You're not, even when you see something positive, it doesn't even register. Um, so all of those little things that never bothered you before, now you're going to make mountains out of those molehills. And then 
it puts you into this loop because as you're being more hostile and aggressive to your partner, they are matching you or avoiding you. Either way, it keeps you in the loop. You just keep getting worse and worse and worse and it's just all this negativity. Um, so if you, if you were super dialed into each other, uh, you could see little things like more anxiety, more depression. Um, they're having trouble sleeping, which could be something else, but we're sticking with this. You get the emotional outbursts, the hypervigilance, like I said, the worst part, the withdrawal from withdrawal from each other. You're, you're not bonding. You're building walls in between each other. It's a lot of distancing. The distancing is going to erode the intimacy. Definitely going to sink the sex and the romance. And the, you know, then you're, you're set up for um, these forms of infidelity that have nothing to do with sex, right? So let's go back a little bit to intimacy. There's four kinds of intimacy. If I say intimacy, I'm sure that 98% of you thought about sex or maybe hugging and kissing at least. Um, you went straight to the physical, but there's four types. So you've got experiential, um, emotional, intellectual, and sexual. So experiential, I was in the Air Force. Anybody else who was in the Air Force, we got some experiential intimacy that we could could, could work with. Um, it could be something like you have a similar hobby. Um, as far as emotional intimacy, if I'm revealing my deep, dark secrets to you, we're intimate, whether you know it or not. Now we're in an intimate relationship. Intellectual speaks for itself. If we're on the same level or we just have interest of an intellectual nature that we can converse about that, that builds a certain kind of a bond and sexual. I don't really have to talk about it. Um, I would say that in the emotional one, you could have, maybe that's where all of the non sexual contact comes into play. Hugs, kisses, you know, high five, pat on the back, all that good stuff. In any case, intimate <laughs> intimacy requires trust. Um, and when you're stressed out, you're not going to be able to have a good conversation. You're not going to be able to trust anybody. Um, and this is going to sound weird, but there's a certain type of infidelity that comes if your partner doesn't get you out of a stressful situation. So here's what it looks like. When you first got together and you decided you were going to live together, get married, whatever, there was kind of like things that you agreed on and there was things that you probably didn't realize that you agreed on. Um, so both of you probably agreed, whether you said it or not, that your home would be a place where you would come to like get away from all that stuff and leave the outside world behind and just be on that team and nurture and support and care for each other. It'd be a sanctuary, right? So that's again, a promise that you made, which, you know, adhering to the promises, that's fidelity, right? So that's a promise that you made, whether you actually said it out loud or just expected it. So now if I'm all stressed out and I come home, and I'm trying to tell you about it or whatever, and you're not doing anything about it, you're breaking that promise to me because you're supposed to help make this place a sanctuary for me and you're not doing that. So that adds to the stress level 
it's also a way to be uh, unfaithful, right? You've broken the fidelity. And again, this is all adding up to the spiral. This is all distancing us, which is not what we need to get through this. So don't worry about fidelity because I'm definitely going to make that its own podcast, just like this whole thing with intimacy. Like I said, I'm sure the majority of you never thought about intimacy coming in four flavors. Um, so we're going to get into those those later. Uh, but back to the topic at hand. So she's stressed out. There's an expectation that you are going to assist with that. Maybe not totally eliminate it, but you're going to assist. You're going to be there. Um, and it's not about knight in shining armor. And it's not about unrealistic anything. It, this is like an expectation. Again, it might have been unverbal, or unverbal, nonverbal, uh, unsaid is what I was going for. Um, but if you're not doing that and you're not offering compassion, well, then the walls are going up. The distance is spreading. Your sanctuary is now becoming an adversarial environment. Like the Cold War is starting in your house, in your apartment, whatever. Nobody wants that. So ha, what do you do with that? Well, I can tell you from experience, because uh, I lived that dynamic the last three years of my marriage. You can tell that something is off, but you're not really sure what. Because you know how things usually operate in the house. You know how you guys usually interact with each other and you're not interacting that way and you're not really sure why back then i thought i was good at communication but uh in retrospect i see that i didn't ever really go in i never put on that investigative reporter i took the yes no answers at face value and kept on mashing not a good way because things don't work themselves out if you do that um anyway it's a bad place and it feeds on itself um each person pulls further and further away from their partner. That's just unsustainable. The be all end all, it's unsustainable. And you know that saying, happy wife, happy life? Nah, I'm not with that one. My saying is if we both ain't happy, things are gonna start getting crappy. Um, I'm gonna hashtag that one. I like that one. Um, so treating stress, what do you do? Like how, how do you get out of stress? Well. Identify the stressor, right? Um, and it might be you. You might be at least part or all of the stress. So you can't overreact. You just got to take it with a grain of salt and uh, be dedicated to solving. Nah, I'm not even going to say solving because men, we always throw out an answer. I'm going to say be prepared to support them through that and attempt to do what you can to fix it. That's what I'll say. <clears throat> Got to communicate the needs. Tell me how I can help you. And even if you don't know, then I'm just going to listen. I'm not going to try and inundate you with a bunch of facts. Ideally, there's a good enough connection that, that you can make your way through the barrage of the snappy remarks and the snide remarks and all that stuff and not internalize that and take that personally, especially if you are one of the stressors. <clears throat> I hate to do cliches, but teamwork makes the dream work. And this is definitely an example of that. Um, you got to support each other. Um, so you got to take action against the stress. Um, physical activity is a great thing. 
I do a lot of walking slash rucking. Um, and that's my physical meditation. Uh, I think through things that are bothering me and it helps mitigate any of those stress hormones that we talked about. Um, but the big thing is identify the, the problem, like kind of explore possible solutions, make a plan, take some action, reevaluate it and then repeat, right? You just want to keep going at it until you figured out your way through this and you can put this thing down back to the, um, experiential intimacy. If you both hit this rough spot and you both dug your heels in and were dedicated to fixing it and then you fix it, well, you're going to have some definite, uh, leveling up in your experiential intimacy. So, uh, whatever you need to do, do it. Uh, I swear nobody is paying me to say this yet, but get professional help if you need it. Um, it's just, there's tons of help out there and not everything can be talked through. Although I love active listening and uh, effective communication. Sometimes you need somebody with a little, a little bit more, uh, acumen, some more training, some more tools. Um, so don't be afraid to get that. If you need it, uh, say it all the time. I'll always say it because I really believe it. One thing that I will say for sure, and this is probably to myself as much as it is to you guys, is that, you know, that whole football saying about leaving it all on the field, you definitely want to leave it on the field. Relationships are not necessarily built to last forever. I mean, some people get together with people they just shouldn't be with, but do everything that you can do to make it work. If it can work, I quit way too soon and too easy, um, for different reasons, mostly fear. And I was triggered by a lot of things in my past and inadequacies and all that stuff. But, but the bottom line was I quit way too easy. Um, and I, and I still regret that to this day. Because it's hard to accept failure when you didn't give your all. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but at least that's how it works for me. If I gave it all and it didn't work, I don't ever have to wonder. And uh, I didn't do that. So I'm telling you in that whole saying where somebody needs to tell your dumbass, well, this is me telling you. I already did it that way. Don't do it that way. <laughs> it's not worth it. Definitely, definitely, definitely do not sidestep other parts of intimacy uh, as you're trying to work your way through the stressful period, right? A hug, a kiss, you know, a 30 second hug, looking in her eyes and then giving her a long kiss. That's good. A greeting when you come in the door, you know, just don't be stupid. Do all the normal relationship things too. Don't let those slip. Don't let the stress and the, and the distance that may be trying to form push you literally, physically away from each other. Um, and, and that's it. That's it. So next week, we'll come back. We'll talk about past trauma. And that's a subject. That's a serious subject. And it plagues a lot of us. Um, at least everybody that I know has got some sort of past trauma. Sometimes it's minor. Sometimes it's major. 
I will throw this out there right now. If you've had major psychological, physical, or emotional traumas in your past, go get professional help if this is you. I'm saying it before we even get to that episode. That's how much I mean it. I'm going to say it again next week. All right. I hope you heard something that was of use for you today. Any comments, you can send them my way um, on my Instagram. It's sidepiece underscore season. Or my Facebook, it's uh, sidepiece season. Two words. Um, As far as that goes, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend and make it an awesome week. Um, I'll catch you back here again next Friday. If you like what you're hearing, please tell a friend. And if you hate what you're hearing, please tell an enemy because make them suffer. All right. Get after it. Have a great day. Bye.